Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, yeah, it's been a while. Not much. How about you? Not sure why I called. I guess I really just wanted to talk to you. Welcome to the El Camino podcast brought to you by the Baltic Effect. My name is Trent. That's Shane. Hola. And that is Nick. Hello. And just just to kind of if you're if you're listening in and you're like like oh cool the Baltic Effect's covering this um yeah we're kind of contractually obliged to at this point <laughs> um. We, we kind of all cut our teeth uh, in this world. We, we all became friends, really, around Breaking Bad. Um, I had been yeah. on a podcast years ago called Behind the Cutting Edge. Uh, we were the first ones to cover uh, Breaking Bad. It's back when there was like 20 people making podcasts, and, and 10 of those people were Mark Maron. Um, <laughs> but it was, it was way back when, and we got a lot of traction, did really, really well. We got to interview a lot of people on the cast. We got to talk with... Um, you know, the creators of the show. We got to talk with uh, Kelly Dixon a few times who edits. She's the one that does the Insider podcast on AMC. I'm pretty sure still does for um, Better Call Saul. I wonder if they're going to do one I think for... there might have been an episode for this. Oh, I, I didn't think to look. I'm going to check yeah, that I out. Wondering that. I was wondering that. But, yeah, yeah she got her idea to do a, an Insider podcast after listening to you guys on the original Breaking Bad podcast. And it was, it was a sweetheart fucking thing. of this whole thing. Yeah, she, like, she, she was like, hey, we're doing this show too. Is it cool if we like mention you guys? And we're like, yeah, because we were sitting there grumbling that you guys are getting all the attention, so we appreciate the fucking shout-out for sure. <laughs> um, but, uh, but no, and then, you know, things came along. Um, um, uh, you know, Shane, longtime fan, Writer in her lived in the area where two of us from the podcast uh, were, were doing it, and so we actually got to like meet and hang out. Even yeah. though he does, yeah. Shane doesn't remember that I had met him years before this. I don't um, remember the previous meeting. The first time I remember meeting <laughs> Trent is at the Breaking Bad finale party at the local bar here in Alabama, <laughs> where I'm sitting at the bar. I get there and I'm like talking to the bartender, and Shane goes, "Hey, are you Trent?" And I'm like, "Yeah, hey man." And you were like, "Yeah, you're on that podcast." I go. I know, and you're like, I'm Shane. I'm like, I know, we've met. <laughs> I think actually, to make myself sound even worse, I think actually, uh, I didn't start with, are you Trent? I started with, oh, are you here for the, the podcast party too? <laughs> oh, you've heard of them. Uh, yeah. Um, and then, and Nick is well writing in, but Nick went, you know, the, 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 the extra mile by making Tucker's Hole dot wordpress dot com if you're a breaking bad fan it's still there it's very well written and it's uh, it's a blog about the show some recaps um really just other interesting ideas things like that if you don't know what tucker's hole means 
probably not a deep. I'm just going to go with shots fired. You're not a uh, a deep. Well, that's the number one hit that that site gets is why was Tucker digging a hole? Yeah. So if you, if, if you don't know what it is, just Google it, and it'll take you right to my site. So. There you go. Yeah, if you just Google Tucker's hole, it takes you to it. You've got that shit on fucking lockdown on the Internet. Um, Which and, is good because I feel like there's other sites that you could be directed to with that search term that you, would not be appropriate. I, yeah, honestly, I was looking for something else, six Shane. Six years yeah. after Breaking Bad ended, and uh, the number one search term that leads people to my site is why was Jesse digging, why was Tucker digging, <laughs> and, it, and it still gets somewhere between 75 and 100 hits a day. Jesus, that is amazing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so if you're ever like, uh, I mean, so I wrote like 60 articles or whatever on that site, and one of them gets all the hits. <laughs> I don't, I don't want to say when the the prime time is, I believe, for reading this website. But let's say there's a time in your day where <laughs> you can be looking at a computer, and you maybe don't want to be thinking about other stuff you're supposed to be doing. It's a fantastic place to go, and you can read about one of the greatest shows ever created. But uh, we uh, we're here to talk about tonight, though. Uh, coming full circle, tying up the loose ends. I guess it's every loose end. I don't know. There might have been a few more. Pretty sure it's all of them. But uh, the Breaking Bad movie, El Camino. Who um, would have thought ten years later that there would be a movie? You know, who would have thought it would have been? We this... get to talk about this show again. You know? Yeah. Well, yeah. I didn't. I absolutely didn't. I mean, I, you know, there's been uh, you know rumblings from the AMC verse. Because um, for those of you who don't know, we also do you know the Better Call Saul podcast. We do the Walking Dead mm-hmm. podcast. Um, so AMC is very much in our purview. Um, we, we, we kind of, I don't know, they just seem to have shows that are, I, that I end up liking to podcast about. Preacher? Uh, yeah, Preacher. Preacher we podcast do. just finished? Absolutely. Um, and, uh, it's so when they were talking about doing, I don't remember which came first. I don't remember if it was the Rick from Walking Dead movie or the Breaking Bad movie, but there have been talkings about both of those things. And immediately I'm like, ugh, I'm pretty sure the Rick movie was announced first because when the Breaking Bad one came out, I was like, oh God. Just it was it was it was good. You guys did good, and then and then it came out, and I couldn't have been more excited and, and absolutely not let down. But before we get into that, um, what do we normally start off this show with? I need to know what time is it, Shane? It is time for the podcast pop quiz. <laughs> it's not the Nate Bjork podcast pop quiz. It's the podcast pop quiz. I was I wonder. I was uh, like, I wonder what he's gonna call it. This listener, is his moment. <laughs> to the to the listener, I will say quickly that. Um, we have not recorded a Better Call Saul podcast in over a year, and um, because the show took a, a year off to make this movie, and uh, I had completely forgotten that I host this quiz at the beginning of the show. So as did as did I, <laughs> up until so, ten minutes ago. So oh, and I need to let you guys know if anything goes wrong during the recording tonight. Um, you know, I I do we record this over Skype. I use my Xbox for that. I don't have a computer. Um, this controller is defective and shit. I think I got Cheeto dust in the controller. God so damn it. So we're going to have to work with it. It's fucking, it's fucking savage. Hey, fucking... actually, I don't even... Re- Am I sending you answers via Messenger or via Skype? Go ahead via Messenger, please. Okay. There it is. So we actually have... Yeah, not via Skype. I can't see Skype messages on here. All right. So we actually have uh, three people have submitted questions plus i probably have some that i might throw in there at the end yeah we normally do a um over the course of the whole season who wins the most episodes gets a a shane simoleon we're gonna go ahead and do you know this is it this is a season this movie is a season so Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you guys are fighting it out for this okay uh the first submitter that we have here is uh 
makes wants to make clear he is. Uh, by the way, it's me, Jaws. Who Jaws, I believe, is one, oh. one of the people from uh, the Tucker's Hole. Area, oh yeah, right? yeah. He's, a, he's also a Badek uh, group member. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, uh, I see. I'm on that same group, but I don't see everybody as much as you do. Um, okay. So hey, starting Josh. us off, <laughs> question number one from Jaws. Uh, <clears throat> Jesse's new name is the name of what other famous killer? Oh, God. So Jesse's new name at the end of the movie, uh, I'll, I'll tell you, the, it's the last name, uh, is apparently, I did not know this, is apparently also the real name of a, another television killer. Another famous killer. On television. Oh, it's on television. Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, uh, okay. Oh, uh, yeah, Jaws did not. Uh, he did not uh, word it that way, but he uh, he gave me permission in the email to word it however I need to. Oh, All right. thank so, you, Jaws. Thank you for writing uh, in. Yeah, that's awesome. All right. So, <laughs> so far, Trent <laughs> says murder mama Driscoll. Yeah, because I don't know the first is, name. Is not correct. Oh. Uh, Nate. I mean Nate. Sorry, uh, Nate was last night. Uh, Nick. <laughs> Nick says, I'm Wednesday Mr. night, Driscoll, Nate. <laughs> which, yes, you're Wednesday night. Um, Nick says uh, Mr. Driscoll, which is technically correct, but I'm not going to give you the point because Jaws was looking for Dexter. <gasps> when does he say? Driscoll is Dexter's real name. Shit. I've never watched that. <laughs> I'm getting this from the email, guys. I don't know. Yeah. That's fine. When does um, it? Do you remember when it shows or says? Is, I, I remember him saying, "Well, good luck, Mr. Driscoll." Yeah. Does it show um, it somewhere in the show or? No. On the movie? I mean, on, on the movie? No. Okay. No, he, just he just when says he it out says loud. it. Yeah. He's quizzing him. Um, oh. All right. So uh, that was the only question from Joss. Thank you, Joss. Yeah. But yeah, uh, so. we now have some questions from regular writer inner Bricktail. Woo! <laughs> always pause for the woo. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Bricktails interestingly, starts his email with, Hey, ya, Nate. Oh, and no! Questions for the El Camino podcast. Ooh. See, I'm not the only one who forgot that I host this quiz. Ooh. <laughs> Bricktails, Nate is, Nate is not here. I'm sorry to disappoint you. Um, but maybe maybe we'll be good substitutes. The first question from Bricktails. What is M for? Uh, C is for cookie. What is M for? Well, M. M, the English oh, oh, letter. Oh, 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 oh. Okay. In between L See? and N. I, yeah. I, uh, um, I never ever <laughs> detect an accent from you, but when you <laughs> said that the first time, I heard M as in I am, like two letters, I am. It sounded like you said M. Oh, wow. What is M. I am if it's not I'm? It's M, apparently. I don't know. What is M? Like, M well, it likes? just, it sounded like you weren't saying a letter. It sounded like you were saying, oh. M, like it, yeah, just to my ear. When, when I'm around people that have, because there are games occasionally that will have an EMP in them, and someone says like, oh, I'm going to do that, I'm going to use the EMP, I'm like, do you mean imp? And I, I do that <laughs> any chance that I get. And then when they go, you mean EMP? I go, no, you sound like an ass when you say it that way. It's an imp, you idiot. <laughs> and I just like you double down on that shit, you know. <laughs> oh, uh, um, okay. So Trent says Mexico, I guess. Uh, Nick says maybe Mexico, which is more alliterative. But you both get the point. Nice. So congratulations. You each have one point. That I, I should me, probably be writing these down. That made me laugh so fucking hard. 
I don't know what she was looking up. Mexico, I guess. <laughs> Jesus I love that the Christ. The only thing you can think of that she might look for in the M's is Mexico. Yeah. <laughs> All right. What's uh, the name of that country I'm from again? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, question number two from Bricktails. Um, describe fucking Todd's salt and pepper shakers. Oh, yeah, which yeah, yeah. I did not notice in here. I can tell you why I noticed it, too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, I didn't. I saw it the first time I watched it, and then the second time I figured out what they were. Yeah, yeah. Nate has them. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, they're yeah. in our house. <laughs> it's a good thing. It's a good thing Nate's not on this quiz. Yeah. Um, well, uh, let's see. Trent says grenades. Mm-hmm. Nick says hand grenades, which is more specific. You could... This is a white one and a black one. You could kick a but grenade, they, man. It could be any appendage, I mean. <laughs> you, you both get the point for that That's one. That's a good point. As, That's a very good point. As as Nate would say, uh, Trent's in the lead two to two. Mm-hmm. Um, having used grenades, I've always used my hand. I was going to say, you've actually had <laughs> practice, so I would defer to you on that one, but I'm just saying if you had a chance to, you could probably try and kick one of them motherfuckers. It'd be interesting. Yeah. If, yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm glad I don't have to try. Y'all already each have two points. Let's see. I bet you can each get one on this one. What is Jesse's new name? Oh, okay. <laughs> it's it, This is Dexter. the... So for those Dexter, that, that don't know... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, you're saying it. it only, this it. only works when Trent gets it wrong the first time. Well, which I did, and I started typing it, because if, if, if no one that's listened to these before knows... People ask multiples of the same questions, and there have been many occasions where I've gotten the same thing wrong multiple times in the same quiz. Because I'm I'm in the moment, baby. Like I I you know that that's the Your past. Short term memory doesn't translate to long term. I don't let that five hold minute me. Term. <laughs> yeah, I don't let that hold me down. I'm looking towards the future, baby. What's funny is I have an answer from Nick, and I don't have an answer. Oh, from Trent, you said it out. Maybe Trent did forget it. Oh, you said it out loud, so I stopped typing it. So you, I didn't you, say anything. I did? said Dexter. Oh, that's not the answer. Okay, there we go. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Trent says Dexter Driscoll, and Nick says Mr. Driscoll, which both of those I'll count. Okay. Nice. Hey, I was looking for Driscoll. Okay. It's probably also like. There's only one good reason to not have Nate on right now. It's because he would not stop doing Angel Batista's <laughs> accent that he does when he says Dexter and talks about celebrating his salary increase. <laughs> Which I've never heard. Somehow I've never heard this because Nate does repeat himself often, but I've never I'll, heard that. I'll oh. get him to do it. I'll get him to do it next time we're doing content. But it's so funny because now anytime either he or I, if we get a promotion at work or something, we immediately hit the other person up, and it's like, "Do you want to join me for drinks to celebrate my salary increase?" But in <laughs> in his accent, it's just exactly that every fucking time. So. All right, um, final question from Break Tales. There, I'll, I'll tell you this: uh, he gives two different answers to this, so Whoa. I will count either one. I'll give you a bonus point if you somehow get both. He hmm. says, um, "What is the Alaska state motto?" Oh. Um, Ooh. What is the Alaska state motto? I'm going to make an assumption with that. Uh, uh. Which I checked uh, where they were in Alaska. They're, they're down on the little 
little nib- nibbly bits down on the side of the lower 48, the little, little, oh, yeah, hang- little hangy doodles. The part, the part that should be British Columbia. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, just like we have that part of Florida that should be Alabama. Um, it's true. Nick says, yeah. the last frontier. Trent says, last frontier. Bricktail says, North to the future, according to Wikipedia, but I'll accept the last frontier according to the license plate. Sure, sure. Mm. So you each get a point for that. If it's uh, our license up. plate, it's the motto. Sure. Um, our motto here is Wisconsin. <laughs> is it on Wisconsin? I think so. Yeah, I think it's, which is <laughs> fucking awful. Um, but the, our license plate looks like the, you know, the bottom banner of a local news station. It, oh, like that. oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It looks like that. You'll see. You'll see. Just Google, just Google Wisconsin uh, uh, license plate, and it's like, fuck, that looks like the bottom banner of a local news. It's so, it's whatever. All right. Now we have our final writer in her, um, Mark Ooh. Hoper. I hope I'm pronouncing that oh, right. Oh, hi, Mark. Mark. Yeah, oh, hi, Mark. Whoa. Yeah. So, uh, Mark has not written in in a minute, maybe since last season. I don't know, but good to hear from you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so he starts off with, how many people were found dead at the Nazi meth compound? Damn, oh. this is what's going to decide it. Are we this doing... Is the, this is going to be like one of those who okay. was listening to the news reports or whatever, you know? Yeah. Can we well, do he... prices Right Rules? Yes, yeah, I... I yes, uh, closest without going over. Okay. But, see, I, uh, I wrote something down because I listened to the news thing, but I... Uh-huh. I'm not still not sure I'm right because I'm. This, I kind of thought this might be a question that was asked, but I don't know. Uh, anyway, I'll tell you after. I'll the good thing you, is this will decide it like, one way or the, the other, so that's the, nice. Questions. I'm, I'm looking at Mark's questions, and it's the really fiddly ones, so we're gonna but have I, fun. Okay, like you know how <laughs> when there's a shooting or so some sort of thing like that on TV, and they say like. X number of people killed, including the shooter. So I don't know. Yeah. What, that's why I'm having a conundrum here. Well, let's oh, say, uh, let's just say, including, include the shooter. Okay, well, okay. I, I, I well, think, anyway, I'm going to stick with the answer I put, so. Trent says 15, uh, which, Trent, I'm sorry you overbid. Ah, damn. Nick, what's the correct answer? Nine. Very good. Hey! Nine times. Nine Nine times. times. <laughs> okay, <laughs> but they didn't say whether it included Walt, but they said that Walt died earlier. So the question was just how many people were found dead. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is the name of Todd's housekeeper? Oh Ooh. fuck! Ooh. Yeah, she was a nice lady and a very good housekeeper. <sighs> what was honest? Yeah. Honest as the day is long, or whatever he said. Yeah, honest. Oh, yeah. George Washington never would never would steal. <laughs> That's it. Her name was George. To point out. <laughs> Wanted to point out that she thought he didn't know that money was there, you know? Yeah. yeah. But what was her name? Did this? I turned my phone sideways to type that way, and I haven't done that in like years. And then I did it, and it was I don't didn't understand the controls. Everything went crazy. <laughs> also, uh, you gonna send? Are you gonna send? Please send. It went through. I had I had my mic muted for a second. Um, oh, I still had the circle. Right. My phone's being weird. I'm sorry. Trent says Ms. Mexico, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which is why she was looking at Mexico, obviously. Mm-hmm. She was looking for her own picture from her younger yeah, days. Yeah, yeah. M Nick, for Miss. Uh, <laughs> <the answer. laughs> Nick, what's the answer? Uh, Sonia. Sonia. Uh, Miss Blade, right. yeah. Don't worry, there's still more questions. All right, and I have a feeling 
that you might get this next one. What are Todd's salt and pepper shaper, shakers <laughs> shaped like? <laughs> I can't believe we had two people write that in, and I did not notice it at all. I wouldn't have I noticed it if I, I was writing stuff down, but I did not see that. If I had not been watching it with Nate and him just go, do <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't exactly that, Nick but says, Nick says hand grenades. Trent says non foot grenades. I'm gonna give you. <laughs> I'm gonna give you your point for that. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, what was the name of the welding company? I wrote that one down. I oh got yeah. What is the name of the welding company? And while you're sending me that, I'm going to say that the guy that was over the welding company, uh, I spent the first time I watched this trying to figure out where I knew him from, and it turns out it's from the sitcom The Mick, which was a short-lived sitcom with Caitlin Olsen from Always Sunny. Interesting. I, re- I remember he hearing about her, that show. Uh, brother-in-law, I think, on that show. He he uh, does a fantastic job in this one. He was really good. Good stuff. You both got that one? The answer was Candy. Mm-hmm. Candy do you think? Uh, let's, do you think he called his little compound Candyland? Yeah. <laughs> oh God! Now I do. Yeah, you're welcome for that one. Uh, did Vince, Vince, hire me. Down? If you need more writers, hire me, Vince. Come on. <laughs> did either of you happen to write down what street Candy Welding is on? Uh, 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 yeah. There were a lot of there were a lot of shots of uh, phone books. That's one thing I did. Me... Okay, I know there was an episode of Better Call Saul when there was like a huge page of like I was either a newspaper or a phone book, and there was like a cabillion ads, but they were all like puns on old Breaking Bad like things. Oh, so I, I I spent like I don't know how long, like forty five minutes with my screen paused writing them all. Oh wow. Down. But oh, didn't you tell oh us God. before this that you didn't take as many notes as usual? No, no, I'm talking about like, <laughs> like last year or the year oh, before okay. during, breaking, or during Better Call Saul. So oh, for okay. this episode, I did write down just the the pertinent phone book entries. Okay. So, well, yeah. I was thinking to myself, what fucking year is this set? Sorry, next mom. But yeah. uh, at the end, I noticed the license plate said 2013, and... I was like, did people really have phone books in 2013? I, I actually did bring up the year thing because we got, we ha- I had to consider this was not 2019. Did they have those in 2013? Uh, Skinny Pete probably did. Uh, maybe. He's the one guy that keeps it when he gets thrown on his lawn. Um, I think we had phone books here up until about three three years ago, maybe. You, oh, I think I think theoretically we still have them here. I just don't know anyone who keeps it. You, know? you can, if push comes to shove... It's not great. It's not ideal. Yeah. You can't roll a joint if with... you run out of... Oh, okay. Yeah, with phone book paper. Um, if you're going to use any paper out of a book, unfortunately, Bible's the best. Uh, <laughs> usually, <laughs> because it's on the flimsy... You know what I'm saying. But I have seen it done in a pinch with that, with uh, phone books. So... <laughs> eh? Trent says Rasta and Juan Tabo. Rosa. Uh, Rosa, excuse me. Mm-hmm. Uh, you put two S's there. I and know, Juan it's, Tabo. It's Rosa. And Nick says, what does Nick say? Odella? Correct. Hey! Mm. Okay, now we've got, let's see. All right, a couple more here. What are Jesse's parents' names? I wrote these down. Because Damn. I wrote down everybody that was, I wrote down everybody that was a cameo, basically. And I could not, before this movie, I could not have named them, but they said their names on the TV when they yeah. came. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 <laughs> I'll give you a hint. There's two of them. There are two, two of them. parents. I'll tell, you, I'll tell you this. See, that's their last name that's is what Pinkman. I hate is when they make these TV shows totally unrealistic. <laughs> uh, Trent says Fatherton and Motherita. Mm-hmm. I think a Motherita is the specialty at a Mexican restaurant on Mother's Day. I love a good margarita uh, on a hot day, you know, salt uh, on the rim, glass. Nick, Nick had it, Mr. and Mrs. Adam and Diane Pinkman. Ugh. <laughs> Adam and Diane. Hate little ditty two. about Adam and Diane. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's pretty good. All right. The same uh, thing went, went through my mind, actually, Shane. So. <laughs> here's, one that I, here's one that I wrote down when I was taking notes. Where did the Nazis go water skiing? That sounds like a joke. That sounds like the setup to a joke. Uh, it does. But, <laughs> but they went to a real place and not a punchline. Where was it? So I didn't, I didn't Google the Alaska place, but I did Google this place. Yeah, I, this is I. Uh, 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 <laughs> 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 I can't think of anything. I'll give you a hint. If you took the last letter off of this, uh, it would be really funny. Well, that's everything, Shane. <laughs> because then you would be Shan, and that's fucking funny. Shan. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I have... Uh, Trent has the Finger Lakes, which, that's pretty funny. <laughs> that's the only funny lake-related thing I can think of is the Finger Lakes. <laughs> Nick said Elephant Butte, which is correct. What? And of course, would be Elephant Butt. When the fuck did this get brought it's up? When when Todd is talking uh, to Jesse the first time, he says, Uncle Jack took everybody down to Elephant Butte, but I didn't feel like water skiing, so I said I'd stay here with you. Oh, Mansy! Okay, yeah, 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 okay. Wow. Yeah. All right. And the last of the questions from Oh Hi, Mark. Um... How sure is Jesse that he is at the right vacuum shop? Give me a percentage. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, that's, that's not exactly what I oh, know. It, I, yeah. I want an exact percentage. Yeah, no, 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 I'm just saying. Damn it! Where's percent not, on this? There it is. It's not the. It's not how sure he is at the right vacuum shop. It's how sure he is that he's talking to the guy. Oh. Okay. Well, Ooh. that's not how Ohio Mark phrases the question. Which because it made me think of. Mike in Breaking Bad when he's like uh, you are definitely not the guy <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> man that Mike scene at the beginning of this was a, a, you know a, a vision of things to come I mean there were like yeah. so many cameos and that little he gets like five minutes it's perfect I, yeah, um, I wanted to ask you guys about that. Oh, sorry, we're we're getting ahead of ourselves. Uh, Trent, oh, yeah. said, so Trent said ninety percent. <laughs> Trent said ninety percent. Nick was more certain with ninety six percent. Happens to be correct. Nice. Okay, that's the last of the writer inners. I'm gonna give you all just a you couple know what? more, just why because it's... I've got some that I wrote. Nice. Okay, do you know why it's significant that he said that though? That's how pure sure. the cook how pure was? the mess was. Yeah, exactly. That's how pure he cooked. Yeah, right. yeah, bitch. So that's like that's the most perfect number for him, right? So I'm 96% sure means he's a 100% sure yeah. for the rest. Of he's sure uh, yeah. 100 96% of the time. He's sure every time. Yeah. <laughs> All right. 
Uh, let's see. I want to see which one of y'all can tell me the most number of things that uh, <laughs> Skinny move. Pete has in his bathroom. Uh, as far as he lists. Oh, damn. Jesse can use okay. Okay. In okay. The bathroom. Okay. Uh, four products that Jesse can use. Yeah. And tell me as many of those four as you can, and for a bonus point, which one was? Oh the wait, Christmas is it wait is it a number or is it? Because you just yeah. said there's four of them, so we're naming the actual this. products. I wrote down four. I wrote down four name brand products. Okay, so I want as many of those as possible, and if you can, which one was a Christmas gift from Badger? Uh, I love that they were basically trying to be polite. Uh, use use all of them if you want to, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I I love those two guys, and they were way cooler with what was going on than I would have been. I think uh, there's very few people in my life that could show up at my house bedraggled and need to hide a car, and I'd be cool with it, you know. Yeah, but. <laughs> Dude, but that's how cool they are. You're like my hero and stuff. Oh, wait, you're saying there's not a lot of people <laughs> that you would hide their car? <laughs> not many, no. Only not if many. they're your hero and shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've got an answer from Nick. <clears throat> um. Yeah. Yeah. I just like that they have this sort of bromance thing going with it. <laughs> Do they like, live together, or was that just Skinny Pete's house? I think it's... I got the impression later that it was Skinny Pete's house, but maybe they do share it, because because of... I, well, I don't want to say stuff, because you're not done asking quiz questions, but... Uh, I don't think it's going to affect any of the questions I've got here. Okay, just because of the, the fact that they have two identical Star Trek chairs, and... <laughs> And, oh and, yeah, and and uh, Badger was the guy that had the whole Star Trek pie eating contest story. Like mm, yeah. he's like also a big fan, and also so like I just Badger has stuff there. And when they put Jesse to bed, it was like the concerned parents, like you know, tucking oh, in yeah. their kid. Like it was just yeah. <laughs> the reason awesome. the reason though that I feel like it's not both of their homes, it would have to be a double bathroom situation. It wasn't that big of a house. Because there's no way those two people share that bathroom, and that's the only product. Mm, you know what I mean? Know. You know well, what I mean? Could be. You both, let's see, uh, you both like, said Irish Spring. Mm-hmm. You both said Tommy Hilfiger. Uh, you both said Obsession for Men, mm-hmm. which you both identified as the gift from Badger. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nick also said... Uh, Soft Whisper Shampoo, which I did not write down and I did not realize was in the scene. Yeah, I never but saw I'm that. Giving that to, I'm giving that to both of y'all equally. That was great. Yeah, the uh, Soft Whisper Shampoo was next to where Jesse put his pistol. Okay, but oh. it wasn't mentioned. I was right. No, it wasn't mentioned. It was like seen. It was. Okay. It was like yeah, on the windowsill or whatever. And I would like to point uh, out, he doesn't have Tommy Hilfiger. He clearly says Tommy Hilfiger. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Trent, Trent did uh, spell it Hillfinger in his answer. You know what's funny? I had it written as Tommy Hillfinger in the notes. Must have, must have written it from like the subtitles or something. That's what you get from one of those middle of them all fucking kiosks where you're like, yeah, it smells just like. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh shit. Let's see. I'm gonna skip. It. I'm gonna do final question. Okay. Final question. I want uh, same. Same sort of thing, though. I want uh, same, several same. answers to this. Okay. I want to, you to see uh, how much how much description can you give me of the guy who was at the vacuum store, according to the description. 
when the guys described oh, to the cops okay. who was at his vacuum store. Uh, tell, tell me that description. Several points to it. Yeah. <clears throat> got a vamp, got a stretch, can't yeah. hear a silence. It was... <laughs> <laughs> I, I really like I really like that too. Unfortunately, that actor died the day that this movie came out. I know. Sad. I was yeah, really sad. Uh, and he was so good in his little like ten minutes. And yeah, I have I I I mean I'm sad because of lots of reasons because of Jackie Brown because of of how thrilled I was when he showed up in Breaking Bad the first time, and now he won't be able to show up in Better Call Saul. I feel uh, like he was the sort of guy who could have uh, hosted the Twilight Zone or something, you know? Like, he had that voice. Yeah, he was in... So, uh, you might know this if um, you're a science fiction fan. I know you are, Shane. Am I? Uh, yes. yes you know, like, Disney's failed attempt to cash in on the space craze at the end of the, the 70s, like when Star Wars, the original, came out and... And stuff. They made a movie called The Black Hole, which was supposed yes. to be yeah. a huge thing. But he was like the he was in that. He was like the captain of the spaceship. Oh, okay. Yeah. And he was probably tired of seventy spaceship captain. He was probably tired of everyone's shit. And <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I, I, it's it's interesting that he's had some other you know uh, parts that weren't quite the same. But the the two I know him from mostly is uh, Breaking Bad and Jackie Brown, and he's basically yeah. the same character, <laughs> different jobs, uh, yeah, yeah. sure. But, like, the line in Jackie Brown where, uh, what's-his-face, Lister is like, you know, where, where you, what are you going to go see when he says he's going to the movie, and he goes, uh, he just turns and goes, something that, that uh, starts soon and ends later or something like that, and he just fucking yeah. crushes it, man. He fucking absolutely kills. He's, he's such a, yeah. he, he has the, the capabilities of being such a sweetheart, but he can be just such a fucking brick wall of asses if he wants to be. Like, he will shut oh, your yeah. shit down, and it's awesome. It's fantastic. Yeah, the yeah, same way he treats Jesse in this show, or this movie, is the way he treated uh, Samuel, Samuel Jackson. Jackson yeah. With the sort of like, you know, you're trying to be tough with him or rattle him, and you're and he's just like, nope. Unrattleable. I'm, I'm not going to buy that yeah. story. Like, <laughs> just total calm. That's what it is. It's total calm no matter what's thrown at him. Well, uh, let's see. Trent said, tall, like six foot six, tattoo under the eye of a spider, question mark. And uh, Nick said, young, white, skinny, tall, six five or six six, tattoo over right eyebrow of an interesting large insect. That's it. So, Nick, um, you have run away with this question just like you've run away with the quiz. Congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, Trent, I will shake your hand and say um, it's a thrill for me to win the one and only Breaking Bad quiz I will ever do in my life. But, the only, but the only the quiz uh, against you, one of the quiz of 2019. Yeah, yeah, but the quiz against one of the original Breaking Bad quizzes. I mean, yeah. that's that's, oh, an yeah. honor. It, it's, that's an honor. Yeah, surprising how easy it is. <laughs> <laughs> there's a uh, there's a show that I, I really enjoyed called Sound City. That's uh, Dave Grohl put it all together after doing. Oh, no, 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 no. The, it's Sonic Highways is the show. Uh, 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 
Sound City was the documentary he did before that. But in Sonic Highways, they go to a bunch of different places, and he makes music at different recording studios. He happens to be outside of one in New York, and um, it's just like, you know, it's in New York, so it's not like, it's like up in a building somewhere. You have no fucking clue what's up in these buildings. And so he's just out in front of a building talking to somebody that he's working with on something there. And this family walks by. It's like a mom and dad, a little boy, little girl. And as they walk by, they walk past, and the little girl, like, kind of look, keeps looking back, and the dad's looking at her and looks back, and he's like, do you see who that is? And she's like, yeah. And, and fucking um, Grohl clocks it. He sees that they're... You know, looking at him, he goes, "Oh hi," you know, just like real calm. And they're like, "Hey," and he's like, "She, she's a big fan of your music." He's like, "Oh no way!" And so he's like talking to her, and he, the, the dad's like, "She's learned like every Foo Fighter song." He goes, "Oh man, yeah, they're so easy, right?" Oh, <laughs> which is oh, great. great. Yeah, oh. <laughs> it's like the perfect oh. way to fucking handle that. <laughs> Nick is the undisputed uh, quiz champion of 2019. Absolutely, only one quiz. Yeah. <laughs> Well done, well done. Hey, guys, I want to say something. I hope it's not too much of a downer, but um, uh, Shane, at one point during the quiz, you said, sorry, Nick's mom, and I, I just uh. wanted to tell our listeners, like, um, my mom passed away uh, last December. Oh, Nick, and, I'm so uh, sorry, I forgot. No, 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 no. it's okay, I, it's okay. And I just wanted – I was thinking about this before the show because I knew someone was going to say it because that's one of our – famous catchphrases going right back to our very first episode of Better Call Saul. So I just want to say, like, it does not bother me. I just wanted to tell our audience. And now we have to really watch what we say because my mom's probably in a better place, uh, for those of you that believe in better places. And uh, so I think we should still apologize when we uh, break the language rules. Yeah, yeah. She's fucking <laughs> watching us right now. <laughs> So, like, it doesn't matter if we're just on the podcast. Now she's listening all the time. Yeah, I need to stop swearing, like, <laughs> now, always. Yeah, the video before, now, now yeah. she can see it. Not to creep anyway. you out, either. <laughs> <laughs> like, now, you'll be going, now you'll be, like, in your bathroom late at night in the dark, and you'll stub your toe, and you'll be going, fuck. And then you go, oh, sorry, Nick. Uh, 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 the emotional roller coaster this podcast has taken already. But uh, yeah, already, but yeah. no, yeah. Uh, well, let's let's dive into it, guys. We got to watch a movie that showed where I mean, Jesse went how, after Breaking Bad. How excited! I saw were you a oh, when you saw. Sorry, like I saw the first trailer, the one with Skinny Pete. I did purposely did not watch the second trailer because I, like Shane, I think you did the same thing. Like, did not want to see anything before yeah. the movie. But oh man, was I so excited when I saw that that skinny pete interrogation trailer like i just so I, worked uh, up i read a great interview with uh vince gilligan after the movie came out uh with the alan seppenwall who does the the reviews for rolling stone now and uh he was interviewing him and vince said in his interview he said this is a movie that strictly does not need to exist like there, <laughs> there's not technically a reason for this movie to exist, and it was originally going to be like a short film for a 10th anniversary re-release of the show, right? Oh, they were going to really? put this as a bonus feature on a DVD just wow. to say, "Here's what happened to Jesse." I think that's the episode and that, it that or, into a whole movie. I think that was interview two where he had talked about. I think the original concept for it was going to be that like Jesse was going to have to go up against a whole new kind of villain situation, and it was going to be that he would have to give himself up for the sake of someone else, and then the end was initially going to be Jesse caught in prison but 
happy, but okay. Yeah. Like, feeling like he's set and things Vince right. And Gilligan's girlfriend was like, no, yeah. you cannot have him in a cell after he's been in a cage. You cannot put him in yeah. another cage at the end of this. Yeah, and she was fucking, she's absolutely fucking right. There's a lot of times oh, where... Is that the Rolling Stone article that, that has that? Yeah. Someone, yeah. someone uh, responded to the, the... I posted all over the different groups about our podcast, and someone sent me that link, and I, I thanked her, but I didn't have time to read it. So, yeah, I'll look Yeah, the Rolling Stone article is great. Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah, I, I... It was an interesting thing to come back to, because uh, for me, just kind of the uh, the whole thought process of it, like the from from the beginning... Save for the opening credits, like once actual, you know, video starts, um, we, we were back in Breaking Bad. You know, we've seen things, uh, I, I, were you guys like Firefly fans? Were you guys fans of, oh, uh, yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm trying, trying to think of other things that you maybe have gone away for a long time and then come back and then you get this kind of new look to it. And mm-hmm. it, even though it honestly doesn't feel like it's been that long, but it has been a long time for this, but, but, because they I was kept... surprised that it was six years when I checked. Yeah, it, it, like, because they had kept. Since started. Uh, yeah, because they had kept a lot of the people uh, around for this that have were like I think Skip McDonald was directing it, I think, and then I didn't remember who Kelly didn't edit it. I didn't catch her. No, it was it was it was uh, sorry it was directed by Vince. Um, oh, Vince directed. Did Skip edit? Is that who but did that? He edited. That's uh, what Skip I saw. Edited. Yeah. And and I mean, it's all the same crew that does does Better Call Saul too. Right. So they That's were, what I thought. I was going to say. Yeah. I thought it was the Better Call Saul people because they had to take a year off uh, of Better Call Saul. Right. Well, they took like half a year because it now Better Call Saul instead of starting in the summer, it's going to start in February apparently. Oh, is it? See, I had not heard yeah. anything about when it was starting. I wasn't sure they had even been filming the new season yet. No, know? it's done. Apparently, that's, okay. That's the rumors. I mean, from what I've seen, like that, people posting articles from wherever. That makes me like, happy. That makes me yeah, so happy. Me too. But no, yeah. but no. Go, coming oh, into right. it, what I was saying is just it, it. It felt like honestly, when I got done with it, I was like, that was just like another episode of the show. And I think that, I didn't mean that in any way of like taking it down a peg or anything. If anything, I feel like that's a compliment because I, I I I I fight anyone with my fist that disagrees that this. Wasn't the greatest. If anybody says this wasn't the greatest show ever made, I I take them down with physical violence until they can't breathe anymore. Um, because <laughs> they're, we all know it was the lesson of the show. Yeah, it, <laughs> it absolutely was. Um, um, the, 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 there's so many people carrying so much heavy weight in this. We talked about Robert Forster um, being awesome. The fact that he was there, the fact that he was able to do as much as he he was. Um, this being you know like his last. I think it was his last thing filmed or last thing. They came out while he was alive, but he may have had one more thing he was working on. I can't remember, but on top of that, too, I feel like what's what's the guy's name? Uh, Todd. What's Todd the actor's name? Oh, uh, Fat Damon. Jesse um, Plemons. Jesse Plemons. Yeah. Who's Jesse? Interestingly. Yeah. Who's who's a phenomenal actor? Since you know, I've now seen his Black Mirror. We've seen him in Fargo. Um, Fargo. That season was fucking amazing game night yeah. he's really fucking funny in game night um he's, oh yeah oh, yeah. yeah 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 like surprisingly funny almost for, a todd-esque character he, yeah if todd was a cop yeah 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 yeah, yeah. um and, and he did so many amazing things the, the lip singing when he's driving along was that i mean jesus how, christ like did you have that song in your head for like the three days after you watched the movie <laughs> like well seriously i had that song in my head for like two days and then i I watched it again, and it was back in my head. Like that—that that is like 
Really, so, it wrote down even... Todd enjoys easy listening. Well, so yeah, I, I want to. It was just like that's one of the the moments in this movie that's going to stick with people. I think. Like, I, I, I want to bring up about that song something that Nate had said, and uh, I don't want to steal it and take credit for this amazing thing. But Nate said that's a genre of music that he's starting to call Uncle Rock. Which is like, <laughs> which is like dad rock, but it's a little more like seductive, a little more, a little sexier. Yeah. And uh, so it's your single uncle as opposed to your married dad. I get it. Fucking uh, killed it me. Sense. And the people that the the group that did that is called Ford somebody, somebody English somebody or something, and and Ford Coley. And I was like, oh yeah, classically known group. I had never fucking heard of them before in my life. Um. But, uh, no, when Nate said that, I immediately, like, had a picture in my mind of what that genre is. I was like, oh, Jesus, Uncle Rock. <laughs> but um, between that, his fucking... Let me ask you guys a question real quick. I'm kind of jumping around here, but since we're kind of on the topic of Todd. Because that was a big, huge part of this this whole movie. Was, was Todd Todd's. was probably the, the longest cameo of everybody. Yeah. Uh, do you, what, what? I can't tell. Was his apartment cool or not? Nah? I think not. I feel the same way because I also thought that's kind of a cool apartment. But it also kind of felt like it was... It's kind like, of fucking ugly. Leading to it was in a mall. Um, yeah. And the outdoors parking area was weird. I don't know. Well, the outdoors is yeah. cool. That's fine. I think that's fine. It's an apartment. But like the inside, he goes, I was thinking of an Easter egg. And I kind of felt like it's fugly. Well, I have something <laughs> to say some about that. shallow, like... Four inch pool that's drained. I don't understand. Yeah, <laughs> I just like, think specifically. Like you know what that building reminds me of, and I I just put my finger on it now because I, I you would never see a building like that here in Canada, uh, at least that I know of. But I think it's a kind of apartment building they would put in a very warm climate. And I was thinking of um, another movie where there was like apartments. They don't. Uh, they don't, don't go over like a certain height in Canada or but something. But it's like but... it's like a yeah. But it's What's like the, the air underneath the apartment it, building the, has the like circulating a circulating air probably cools it right. But it's like the hallways are like open to the air, up open to the air. So it's oh, like yeah. outdoor hallways and then oh. the windows. And then instead of having windows that are clear, it has like like frosted windows because people are walking by so you don't want people looking in but you can see shadows like they like in this movie and i'm i'm trying to remember i think it was uh it might have been uh what's the movie where uh uh oh now i'm forgetting everything the the julia roberts plays the the aaron lawyer, brockovich or, Aaron, Aaron Brokovich. Yeah. Yeah. When she goes to pick up Rikishi, I swear to God, I was gonna before you said lawyer, I was like, I don't give a shit what it is. I'm gonna say Aaron Brockovich. It just happened no, to no, be right. So we're on the we're on the, <laughs> the right wavelength. But I do like I thought. I mean, until they saw the picnic table in the in the kitchen, I was like, well, the living room didn't look too bad to me. But here's something that I that I wrote down when I saw that apartment and heard the dialogue because he because Jesse was like, oh, it's pastel. In a good way, I mean, like you know. Yeah. But um, and then Todd says, "I was thinking of Easter eggs," and then it it's like, "But that apartment is full of Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul Easter eggs, like just jammed full, oh. like like." And I was like, "Oh, Vince, you devious bastard! Wow. Like you even used the word Easter eggs in the dialogue." And then there's like, you know, there's the Vaminos pest control overalls. There's the tarantula. There's a kid on a motorbike model. There's Lydia inside the snow globe. Oh, there's yeah, so Jesse creepy. tears. 
Jesse tears open the walls just like Chuck did in Better Call Saul looking for the electricity. Like, it's just chock full of Easter eggs. And then, um, after Todd says, um, I was thinking of Easter eggs, then he says, I might try some new paint. This stuff's starting to feel pretty tired. And then I thought, oh my god, does that mean Vince Gilligan says this is it for the Breaking Bad universe and now I'm going to move on to new things? There's a thing no, called Apple. There's still BCS coming. Yeah. Well, there's still BCS, but. I just learned about like a said, word. I'm going a step too far, but it, it would. It might have been. I just, I, just, I just learned about a word this year called apophenia. I think the last one's that, but I'm not sure. So I'm not sure how words work. <laughs> Isn't that, doesn't it mean when you put, like, two things together, there's, like, an association of things, you see a connection in them? No? What's the word? I don't know. I've never heard that Apophenia? Yeah, yeah it's, a, it's a word. No. Okay. What's but funny anyway, is, is I, that I, I learned about the word, eh, never mind, it's a whole thing. It ends up becoming super meta the day that I learned about it. Because I had apophenia for the word app. Because the day I learned about it was off of an album the day after I heard it in Stranger Things. And I was like, well, that's a weird coincidence. And it means seeing coincidences and things. I was like, oh, God. Oh, no, this is it. This is the day that I've lost my mind. Well, I think the Easter eggs remark was deliberate. And yeah, I, that one probably. Was, we, yeah, the, I agree the, with The you remark that. about, like, I'm tired of this and, and I might, uh, whatever it was, like, I just read it. I took my glasses off. Oh, the stuff is starting to feel pretty tired. I don't know if that was deliberate, but it could be. Like, we'll, yeah. time will tell. Time will tell. Let me ask you this about this whole situation at Todd's apartment. Where did you think the money was going to be? Did it, Did you have any uh, guesses? I wanted to ask you guys this, too. Ooh, fireplace. Fireplace is a good it one. It would take some engineering. I was, I don't know. I was trying to figure out, did he have to take a part? Well, like, when Jesse's looking under the sink... I was like, there's no way it's in like the U bend of the sink or something, you know, because he, he could never use the money. sink again. Yeah, that's where Jesse <laughs> hid uh, his money and, and meth was under the sink. Oh, oh that's right. Yeah. Uh, uh, let's see. I when thought it was going to be the pool because I thought, oh. because he said an engineering feat, I thought it meant they would have had to dig that shit up. That whole oh. situation with the, the fact that that, I, I assumed when he was able to open up that room with a key. That, like, maybe he owned that building? Because they're all fucking rich at this point. I thought maybe he, like, yeah. owned that building, too. And, like, mm. so he had access to it. But then the way they talk later, that whole thing boggled my mind. It, it, but 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 I thought it was, I was like, oh, it's in the fucking pool. Um, See, I did, thought fireplace, because they kept showing shots of the fireplace. Like, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. And I thought it would be behind, like, one of the stones of the fireplace or something. The, the thing that fucking made me go to that was because not too long before that before he's like actually tearing that place to pieces is the fact that they roll up uh, Sonia now that I know that name uh, and has <laughs> to stop and go back and take the belt and he puts it on oh, and the scene so how many the days scene, did he walk oh around without God. a belt I don't know I'm assuming like one because the scene before that was him pulling up his pants that morning. yeah that's what but I'm thinking he, too so like do you think she okay because he said like um because okay, so the uncle took everybody boating down at Elephant Butt, and then, uh, uh, and so he made his excuses. So like, and and her face was like turning green or whatever. Like it, it was she wasn't like she'd been there for a little while, like enough to start decomposing. And so I'm just wondering, like, so he was obviously when he was 
telling the uncles of anarchy that he was wasn't going to go water skiing with them. Like he wasn't wearing his belt, so it's like he's been walking around without a belt since he killed them. Yeah, yeah, that stuff. It's, it's possible he owns multiple belts, and he just yeah, really but it's just funny that he took it off of her and put it right back. In the his thing, back. the thing that I think makes it masterful. The thing, the thing that makes it masterful is the fact that. Jesse helps him throw the camper on the El Camino, and he had that shot from behind. And Jesse or uh, uh, Todd uh, starts backing up towards the camera, and then pulls his pants up. And it was like oh, that happens. Oh, I never caught that. It happens, and I was like, that was an interesting choice. Oh, and then, like, awesome. when it showed her, I go, well, there's his fucking belt around her damn neck. It, oh, yeah, they keep coming back to the little things. That's what this yeah. show was amazing about. Like, that's what they were good at was coming back to this type of stuff. Um, yeah. And then, and then, you know, we, we, we get to the kind of the meat of the situation. He, he, the, these two cops and, and Nate, Nate caught that like immediately. He was like, those motherfuckers aren't cops. And I was like, yeah, yeah I, I kind of figured that too. Then. Oh, man. Wait. I didn't catch it right away. And then watching it the second time through, uh, knowing that they're not cops, when the the one guy is, uh, he, you know, Jesse's saying, call your partner in here. And he's like, uh, hey, lieutenant, I need something in here. Like, oh, man, obviously that was a, you know, but I thought, like, why are you calling me lieutenant because we're not cops? Because I thought if they were real cops, they would have reacted much more strongly to seeing the place had been tossed. Like, well, it sounded like they were saying... You know, they might not have known the other group that went in there earlier. You know, like oh man, yeah, oh, they definitely made it seem like they it could have been could have been two cops saying that too, mm-hmm. doing whatever the fuck that they're doing. Um, but yeah, that whole situation was fucking incredible, like like tense, awesome, and the fact that. Jesse fucking diffuses it with I know where the money is, which is it was such yeah. a it's not the way that those kind of things normally go down in movies and stuff, but in the Breaking Batterverse, yeah, things are gonna go a little bit differently. And so and another mm-hmm. sorry, no, go ahead. I, I was I was just gonna say another to- completely breaking bad thing was the overhead shot of the apartment. Oh yes. like, thank that you. Was yes. The first time I watched it, that was the first scene that I saw that I said that is a breaking bad scene. Now mm-hmm. I mean obviously Breaking Bad did stuff like the Great Vistas that we saw earlier in the episode and the um, time like the time lapse. Yeah. yeah, but that shot was very creative and very Breaking Bad. It was so good. I was. Oh, I want to talk about the time lapse briefly since we just mentioned it. I love that um, El Pollo Locos is now Twisters because that's what <laughs> the real is one in real life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. fucking cool. I saw and that. Saul's, Saul's office is what it is in real life too because I I went on. Uh, Google Street View, and it is the the same thing. It's like a sports bar. I wanna I wanna go back to go forward just a second and kind of talk. I'm glad that you guys mentioned that because the overall I mentioned the overall look, but there is something that is a little bit different that I feel like wasn't in a lot of other seasons, and that is it's it's very noticeably fall in this. Oh. Like, yeah, I was actually when Jesse went to his parents' house, mm-hmm. um, there was like a planter or something on the, like the front porch had a wall, like a low wall, and I at first I thought it was a jack o' lantern, and I, I had a I had to go back and have a look, and it was no, it was just a pot for a plant. But no, see. it's like there's there's breath is being seen. It might not be fall. It could be like it it could be winter there. I don't know what the temperatures get, but it's definitely not. 
warm. It's definitely trees. We never saw temperature changes on Breaking Bad. You're right. And like a lot of the trees and like particularly the scenes when they were filming at Skinny Pete and or Badger's house. Because I mean, mm-hmm. they wear coats and jackets a lot on there, especially Jack, uh, Jesse did. But the like the tree in the front yard, it just it looked. And plus the the sky, like the color of the sky, is one one dead giveaway that it's it's later in the year at a certain point. And I, and and all of that kind of feeding into what this episode was. It was the the ending of something. It was it was the completion of something. And then oh, it, oh, that's beautiful. And I don't know if that was just because that was the timing they had to shoot it. Because there are a lot of things where it's, um, you know, it definitely looks exactly like the show. Same kind of colors and tones. And then with the the shot, the overhead shot and the time lapse, it's definitely keeping consistent with that. But, like, you know, there's a lot of – there's several scenes where you can see Jesse's breath. Um, it, it was also kind of hard to catch, too. Like but it's steam coming off of when he had his, turned off the water in the shower. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's kind of rainy a little bit, too. That's another part of it mm-hmm. as well. It's kind of hard to catch, but it's like raining in some scenes. And I... Now you've got me curious. On the original show, um, how how much time is covered on the five, Two six years. seasons of the original? Two years? Okay. Mm-hmm. But we never <laughs> really see the them celebrate holidays. We never really see Walt's a change birthday is the, Yeah, those are the... Oh, well, that's right, because 50 to 52, right? Yeah. Yeah. And that's what I was going to ask, too. So the whole time that Jesse's in the hole was a year, yeah? like Six months. Oh, what? Because they, they said it on this show, because they, they said the manhunt for Walter White was six months long. They said it in one of the newscasts. Oh, so, shit. Yeah. I yeah, thought it was longer. Right from how long it took him to go up to uh, New Hampshire and come back and everything. Yeah, that, so that's that ends a lot of speculation because a lot of, some people were saying it was two months, some three, and some were saying up to a year. And I always thought it was less than a year just because of you know my piecing together of timelines. But it, I never they never put a, a definitive time on it until during the newscast hmm. on this episode or on this. Oh, new, yeah. speaking of um, speculation and newscasts on this movie, um, <laughs> they. I, I noticed this, and I read about it in that interview. He mentions it that um, they used those newscast bits as a way to finally end the speculation online. The, some people uh, saying, like, "Oh, maybe Walt survived, or whatever." They actually finally say that he was found dead. Yeah, I can't. There's certain things. I never that, had any doubt. Yeah, there's like certain I never things. Had any doubt either, but there's certain elements online that. You oh know, yeah, there's, uh, there's a lot of people though in the community, not just this one, but any fandom out there that will will throw out you know these ideas as like, alright, that's ridiculous. Like it ha- definitely happened. I can't fucking tell you how tired I was here. T- how tired I was from hearing about. Uh, did Jesse shoot Gale? Spoiler alert. Oh, like, that was like a. People would bring it up to me, and I'm like, yes, he fucking shot him. What are you talking about? That's stupid. (laughs) Leave me alone, Mom. So... Wait. <laughs> Why are you talking well, I used to be on the AMC online forums, which is what became mm. the Baddix group on Facebook, and boy, that was debated to death. Jesus H. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I Some of them are interesting. There's a lot of ones that are, I, I definitely hold true to. I well, started the calling I Shane the uh, – hold on a second. I started telling Shane yeah. that he was the future seeing fuck because he had figured out, like – that Lydia was getting the stevia, and that fucking blew my mind because it. Was... I did too, though, Trent. I wrote it the week before the finale yeah, ended. I, I wrote it on Tucker's hole. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's true. Well, okay, then yeah. you also can see the future, anyway. you fuck. But but then I was wrong, <laughs> dead wrong about Ted because I thought Ted died, like w- when 
Kubi and, and um Oh and, uh, yeah. Jeez. I thought for sure he was dead. And then when he showed up in the hospital with his head in the like the bionics there, it was like oops. Well, I think I think the <laughs> kicker I think the kicker with with this with El Camino was that there was, you know, all the speculation online and the fact that there were a couple of people that were like Fuck, we think Cranston's in this. There was something that came out that led to him being in it, and then he had to go on and say, like, either an interview or tweeted or something. He's like, no, 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 I'm not in the movie. Or he said it in a way that he could have meant I was in the movie, but he was like, no, Walt is most definitely dead. I think even Vince Gilligan said in an interview, like, or a tweet or something. Like, there was a lot of stuff where people were like, really trying to throw us off, and then uh, let's skip forward and talk about the fact that. There he was. I didn't know when that was for a moment. I thought... I just yeah, a, well, it's great how they, they let you just figure it out eventually based off of the dialogue and what happens. But it was during the, the four days out or whatever that episode's called, right? Yeah, yeah, well, when it showed him in the tub, I didn't I didn't catch that his hair was longer. And then it was afterwards, and I was like, I was like, what the fuck is this then? And then I was like, oh, wait, his hair. And then he comes out of the room, and I was like... Oh shit! And it just immediately. Did you have like me. a shiver down your spine when you saw the two of them walking down the hall together? Yeah, it was it was, I was chills. Like, yeah, so excited! Wait, I was like over the top excited. Like, they wait until they're downstairs and in the restaurant and everything before they actually talk. Yeah, but just seeing them walking down the hall was great. Oh man, I got I the tingles. Like, yeah, I for sure. Yeah, got the exactly. I was so excited. I was like a little boy. Like <laughs> that little boy. That, and at that point, we had already had so many great cameos that if they had not been able to work Walt in, if something had happened, they couldn't get Brian Cranston for the day or whatever, I would have been perfectly fine. Yeah. I would have been fine. Yeah, same. But yeah, that's yeah. just like, the I'm, I'm doing that uh, chef's kiss thing right now, you know? <laughs> fingers to the lips. And yeah. the, the fact that they didn't just bring him in to be, you know, because I've seen, uh, hell, even in the last year, I've seen cameos and other things where people show up in their, in their presence and it is like fucking weird. Um, Distracting. I, yeah, absolutely. They put him in this, and we got a whole new scene with them. It was like nothing had changed. He sit there and tells them, he's like, all you have to do is get your GED. And he's like, uh, why? I graduated. I graduated, man. dick. That was... That. You were on the oh, stage. Oh, my God. That was so amazing that was yeah. so fucking good i feel so bad for these guys that they can't just get the fuck away from these parts that's what you get for shooting the moon with something like but this you know what they've yeah. become such good friends now and now they own a tequila company together and stuff do they but this is my my feeling for the whole Whoa. uh movie is that like I, they didn't pander to the audience in my opinion is that like they didn't put cameos in just to get cameos like they they could have People, you know, where's Hank? Where's Marie? Where's Skylar? No, they put in who fit in the story. And, and they, in that and interview, they, uh, Gilligan like said he wanted to put them in there, but he just couldn't find a way to make it work in Jesse's story. And this but is he didn't the make Jesse's it a story. reunion show, like reunion fan porn. He yeah. told the story. He did in two hours. He told a story in two hours in the movie, and he did it right, in my opinion. Like yeah. the, the, the characters that, that showed up, and they weren't the main lead characters, all of them. Some of them were very minor in the original series, but they they fit this story, the story of what Jesse went through and what he did to get free. Like the, I, I like the, you know, he used the characters he could use. Like, yeah. um, even not a major character and didn't have to be a cameo, but 
they had one cameo from Better Call Saul, where the big yeah, yeah, yeah. shows up as Man the guy Mountain. that drives the strippers around. Man All right, Mountain. great. Yeah, Man Mountain, you can get you can get him in there, and, and it the makes sense for the story. Was you like, can't make... just, now I'm doing the Italian finger kiss thing. Like that, that <laughs> yeah. the Hummer. <laughs> you couldn't make Marie work in this story, you know? Uh, but you can make Man Mountain work because they need somebody to drive the strippers around. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you had, yeah, having Marie or somebody like that would definitely if be. Marie pulled up with that van full of strippers. That would be distracting. <laughs> I'd have some questions, and I'd be wondering when's our next spinoff. You know, if that happened. But, uh, um, but yeah, uh, I want to go back and, and touch on a, a few things. Uh, speaking of the cameos, going all the way back to uh, the mm-hmm. beginning, in, in true form of jumping around completely. Um, bringing back the guy uh, from parking stuff off as we talk about it, so I can eventually go back to the beginning. Yeah. yeah. So the the guy from the junkyard didn't catch his name. Old Joe. Joe. There it is. That's just the easiest fucking name in the world to remember. <laughs> that that whole bit of business there was maybe my favorite part of the whole episode when he like it starts with. That him calling him and he's like it's it, that that's a real good way to kind of ease us into this like you know kind of reunion of these characters with him being like yeah he gave me a big bit of business and ah, it's on the house and it's like ah shit somebody's fucking like we see some people actually giving two shits about Jesse which is very nice mm-hmm. um and, and good to see and, and and they start working on the car and he's checking for low jack which is like I I've known tons of people with like custom cars I've literally never known anyone to actually have low jack and when they said he had low jack on his fucking low rider I was like what really and then <laughs> the the fact that this has low jack too it's the exact <laughs> fucking yeah. same thing from like season 1 I was like, holy shit. I think they they set the tone in that scene uh, for what these cameos would be like, but also how much they were going to deliver for the Breaking Bad audience when he comes up and he's talking to Jesse about old times, and he says, Magnets, that was a good one. (laughs) That was a good one. It's just like the audience saying, oh, yeah, you remember that thing? You remember that line? Yeah. Oh, that's like one of the most iconic lines, though. It was awesome. (laughs) Even in that moment... When he's saying that line to make us at home say, oh, yeah, that line, you yeah. know what he left out? Bitch. Bitch, And you yeah. know why? Because we don't hear a single bitch until the scene at the uh, with Walt in the yeah. restaurant. Yeah. That's yeah. the only bitch in the whole movie because that's when Jesse was happy. That's the when he Jesse was bitch. the young Jesse. Mm. Interesting. Oh, are there other? Oh, yeah. yeah, sorry. Yeah, Skinny Pete. And I think even, uh, not Todd, but. Uh, Todd's uh, one of the uncle, like the, the I don't know the name of the other guy. Uh, Ske- skeezy McMustache face. Yeah, Skeezy McMustache. Young, young, uh, young. <laughs> who's the guy that played? Um, fuck, what is his name? He was in the the Brat Pack. Uh, uh, Charlie Sheen. No, <laughs> the name another one. Uh, uh, oh, not Emilio. Parks and Rec. No, but I know who you're talking uh, about. But no. Fuck! What's his name? Bender! Who's fucking Bender? Uh. Oh. Uh. Bender Bending Rodriguez. No! No! God damn it! <laughs> Brat Pack, stop with your Futurama! Guess. Fuck! No, that's Emilio! Yes. We've yes. named everyone but him! What is his fucking name? <laughs> ah! He looks like him. Let's move on. Yeah, no, uh. <laughs> that, uh, that, the. Well, 
Oh. But they didn't let. Uh, sorry, I, I just wanted to say again, they didn't let Joe say "magnets, bitch," because that's a Todd. I mean, Todd. That's a Jesse quote, you know. Yeah. The yeah. only time that Jesse or somebody quoting Jesse gets to say "bitch" is that. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah. that whole scene turns on his head when he he goes and runs, and he's like, you know, Johnny Law's on his way here right now. Skinny Pete erecting that that plan so quickly was was the like the best when he's just like you take the you hide it but not so well they won't Those find are the it. kind of friends you want to have you know fuck yeah, yeah. and then and then and when he goes and he goes what do you do with this he's like they already know it's here i've always wanted an el camino like fucking mm-hmm. damn dude and then to cap it all off when he tells him we've already mentioned it a little bit when he's like why are you doing this he's like because you're my hero and shit yeah i i could i you know what i saw endgame <laughs> I'm not gonna spoil too much, but it's a real tearjerker at the fucking end. And then this happened, yeah. and I was like, "Fuck in game." This was God. Man. As I get older, I'm getting real weepy and shit, man. Like I'm like, <laughs> like Jesus Christ, that was good. A lot of credit, and rightfully so, to Skinny Pete and how loyal he was. But I do want to point out one thing that Badger did that I was impressed with when Skinny Pete tells him, "Drive this car to the desert, hide it somewhere." And then hitchhike back, like hitchhike back from three hours away in the desert, and he doesn't question it. He's just like, "Yeah, sure, I'll do that." Yeah, yeah. he had more of a problem giving up his cash than he did that. <laughs> I would have like yeah. paid more cash to not do that, but uh, <laughs> yeah, it was an interesting, interesting little bit of business there. But and we got to see the Fiero, which is cool. Um, it's kind of nice seeing that car. I'm watching. There's a YouTube channel that I've been watching here recently. This kid's restoring a. An old Fiero he found for in a bar. It's just I don't know. The kid's like really intrigues me. Like he's so young to be so interested in, in such a weird car, and he's like taking his time and rebuilding it, you know, piece by piece. And, and it's really impressive to watch. But so it was like, oh yeah, I've been I've seen now every square inch of a fucking Fiero. And so it was nice to see that. <laughs> um, uh, fuck man, it's so good. I'm trying to think of what we should go to next. I mean. We talked a uh, little. If you go right to the beginning. I just wanted to ask, mm-hmm. like the Mike mm-hmm. scene. That yes, wasn't the that wasn't the exact spot where Mike dies, is it? Yeah, I it don't is. know. It's it's close. Looks like because I was like looking at the from right the mountains across. Like I haven't had time to throw in Breaking Bad and watch but, but that scene, but I just thought like the mountain across the river was greener when. When oh my god, uh, maybe no idea. But uh, if it's not the same it spot, a, it's supposed to be. But it's it's close enough. Yeah, yeah, close yeah. And yeah, he, yeah, talks yeah. About, he talks so about he talks. It's almost like the ghost of Mike, it, and but it, I know it doesn't take place after. It takes place like it's a flashback, but still, it's like you're getting advice from Mike that's sort of bigger than life. If if that if that makes sense. Yeah. 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 Oh, absolutely. Uh, it's the, well, the it's, thing I wrote it's foreshadowing about. is what it is. It's yeah. setting us up, yeah. yeah. The thing I wrote down about the scene is him telling him, you know, the one thing you can never do is putting things right, you know. Mm. Yeah, and he does put a few things right, uh, at least as best he can, like with the message he tell, tells his parents. And, I mean, he writes a letter to Brock at but the end. But he's not and, putting it right. He's not bringing no, his but mom back. He's, he's putting it right. He's putting it as right as he can to settle his mind. Like, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm jumping right from the beginning to the end because, of, like, yeah. he's satisfied at the end, right? 
But the thing that jumped out at me first in that scene, aside from seeing Mike, who is like my favorite, is when they when they showed the two of them and you see Jesse's Toyota behind them, and I was like, oh, they got the Toyota back because I thought they sold the real one. As I remember reading online that his his that car went up for sale after the series ended, <laughs> and then so I was like, oh, good, they got another Toyota. And then I and then when I watched the whole movie, I was like, man, there's a lot of Toyotas in this. That <laughs> they're good vehicles. Sponsored. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So so let's do let's do jump into the end um, because this is where you know I feel like we're in probably the majority of a, a wholly new territory. This is specific to this story. This is not Jesse or Walt's money. I mean, kind of. I mean, if you want to kind of go around the bush about it with the meth industry, but it, this is money that was obtained in this episode from someone, and now this is a character that was not in the original series and mm-hmm. th- this is this is kind of a new villain for him and he flat out has a fucking showdown with him that guy mr candy like was absolutely amazing the, his little bit of business where he like leans into his his pal oh, yeah and, and when he's like talk talking his shit and he just like leans in doesn't say anything and then yeah. he, he's so coked up that his idea is we'll draw for it we'll shoot at each other and everyone, yeah. like, what the fuck, man? Okay, Trent, <laughs> you are our local uh, arms and ammunition expert. Uh, sure. So, uh, explain to me uh, the difference between a twenty-two and a forty-five, and why you would not bring a twenty-two to a gunfight with a forty-five. Uh, okay, so like, remember the line where he said, "There's some cans around here. We could do some plinking." Yeah. Yeah. Customarily, like, like you could kill somebody with a twenty-two, absolutely. Um, but it's so small; it's like a tiny little bullet. Um, like, there, most people use them for like teaching kids, like shooting like tin cans or like squirrels, you know, shit like that. Because mm-hmm. um, it's so so small. I mean, it's uh, it's twenty-two millimeters. Yeah. Is it like the last man I shot with this took three days to die? Small. Yeah, yes, yes, because that probably was closer to like a 380, what he had in Back to the Future 3 that you're talking about. Um, yeah. <laughs> my favorite. Uh, and, and, uh, and that's kind of close to the same. Well, 380 is closer to like a 9mm, but it's smaller. It's a tiny. Well, 22 is like the, the smallest fucking bullet the, you can buy nowadays. The thing with the 22. Okay. The diameter of a 22 caliber bullet bullet is the same. In fact, it's a teeny smidge bigger than the bullet that goes into an AR-15 or an M16 mm-hmm. assault rifle. But, but the, the difference is that it has a itty itty bitty charge behind it, as opposed to like a big cart like a big cartridge behind it yeah. on the military grade. And so it's, it's not it's as long. It's not going to travel much, as far. It's it's a, yeah. it's a shitty little cheap bullet. And a 45 is like a big round. Is like my it's first finger shooting pretty much own like mm-hmm. yeah 22 yeah. caliber is for tar- target shooting really like they i think that's okay. what they use in the biathlon in the olympics they do right? um yeah. Uh, okay yeah so so but a, a 45 is a uh massive step up it is a it, and the idea of like because a lot of people will talk about people that carry bigger calibers one of the things i hear them talk a lot about is stopping power it's kind of a common term and because it's mm-hmm. so big because it's so wide because the diameter is so big um it's a bigger force actually hitting them versus this tiny little thing that you're probably gonna be like ow (laughs) you know versus uh, ow i'm dead (laughs) with the other one 
Um, so, yeah, you know, like you can't, and I don't know what the tiny little gun was he had in his pocket. Um, if I was gonna guess, I was just thinking about that now. I hadn't, I, I think it's a Walter, so it's like a three something. Like, a, it, yeah. yeah. There's, a, there's some calibers that are like around the size. Bond's pistol. There, there's some <laughs> calibers that are around the size of like nine millimeter that are smaller, and you find them very commonly in small handguns that you can put in like your back pocket. Yeah. C camps, things like that. Uh, some Derringers. Um, and, and so they're, they're small, they have less powder. Um, so they're just good for like a quick, yeah, it took them three days to die. <laughs> kind of thing like that. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's exactly what they're for, for putting in your purse or your pocket or, or some shit like that, your boot. Um, but, uh, the thing that I did not like, there's one thing out of this entire thing I didn't like. And it's, it's all, it's, okay. it's forgiven. Cause I will call this thing perfect. Cause it was. But he tells them that, dude, your pocket's on fire. Which is pretty funny. Yeah. Which is pretty yeah. funny. And I, Dude, you're on fire. I don't know that your pocket, I mean, maybe it could. I don't know. I've never, I, I know of people having to shoot out of pockets, out of like. Is that, see, I had written down to ask you guys what, what lit him on fire? I couldn't I'm assuming I sure either, but the gunfire. Uh, yeah, I'm assuming that, which doesn't happen when people do that normally, but the only. But did he shoot from inside his pocket? Yeah. So, oh, so, so they go to, they yeah. go to draw. Here's, let me lay it down for you. They go to draw. And before he even reaches for it, Jesse had one hand in his pocket and he had one out ready to grab the 22 mm-hmm. out of his waistband. Mm-hmm. His one hand in his pocket. And then, exactly yeah, yeah, I heard you snicker and I was like, well, yeah. I need to do it. Yeah. So before the guy even reaches for it, he just starts fucking unloading with the gun that's in his pocket already, the tiny one. Okay. See, I thought he just drew faster. But the but only thing that, too, yeah. the only thing that bugged me, was that it clearly is not on fire until that moment. <laughs> like, the, oh, okay. whether you can well, or cannot I mean, do that, fine, I, mean, I don't seen, care. I've seen uh, machine gun barrels turn red hot. But, yeah. Uh, they, like, they definitely could start a fire. In fact, we've had, I've seen, um, well... I've seen tracer rounds cause fire, like the. Well, it's a little different. That's uh, that's far far different from what he was shooting. That's yeah, yeah, but not a not a small pistol like that. Like that that was a bit unrealistic. But like I said, because I obviously I was totally clued out. Like what I was, I'm still scratching my head until a minute ago about what was supposed to have caused the fire. But we're especially on a leather jacket. Yeah, but we're in a world where in a world where if you chuck (laughs) if you chuck a pizza, it fucking lands perfectly first try on a roof. So what I, kind of pizza? Uh, it, the place that doesn't cut it. I don't remember. They passed the savings on to you. Pep, no, what, a pepperoni. Uh, it's a classic. It's my, I, I like <laughs> yes, that too. Yeah. yeah. Um. <laughs> so so we're in a world. It wasn't a pineapple because then it would have had bromelain in it. <laughs> mm, you mean bromine? Bromine. No, it's it's basically the same. You mean? Well, it's, <laughs> it's not. not the same at all. Yeah. Uh, so you we're. Guys have your GEDs. So we're in a we're in a world where that will happen. <laughs> I I so I will give you. them the fact that the coat can catch fire in this world. But my only issue is just like it's not. <laughs> it isn't on fire for like two shots, and then it's on fire. It's a funny gag and it's really good. I just wish yeah. I wish his fucking coat would have been on fire that whole time. Um, yeah. But uh, so so how much money? Here's an excellent question. How much money do you think? He made it out of there with, and I feel like Nick has written most of this down. Um, well, his math third right originally was uh, what 
twenty or one hundred and fifteen thousand dollars. Oh, I thought oh, it was yeah. so. That more really than that. was Jesse, a third. Jesse had two hundred and uh, yeah. forty. So for $248,200. So, so double that. By three. So, the, so you also so, by three. It was a third. So, so yeah, so Candy had another 250 and and uh, Clarence or whatever his name was had another Yeah, but he didn't get Clarence's money if that's what his name was. Clarence didn't live there. Clarence didn't live at Candyland. I'm, su- I'm assuming yeah, Clarence's so money was at Clarence Land. roughly. Yeah, so $500,000... Take out what did he owe three hundred thou to uh, to Forrester? Was that the total? No, 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 no. Something like that. Two hundred. No, he gave. So he got a hundred. Two fifty. Sorry, he got two fifty from like just shy of two fifty. Uh, to that he like he, the money he got out of the fridge he gave to the disappearer. Yeah. So the the money he has to run with to spend. Once he gets to Alaska, is what he got from Candyland. Say, and, say for eighteen hundred dollars, so roughly, yeah. roughly two thirty, two forty, two fifty, somewhere in that realm. Yeah, exactly. Wow, yeah. hell yeah, man! Yeah. And, and now here, and as, here's a question: The disappearer said, "That's a what did he say? That's a healthy amount of money. You could live that mm-hmm. on that for quite a while. Yeah, if you spend wisely." Here's a question: Was the exploderizing of Candyland over the top? No, <laughs> I thought about that. I, and the TV show had already exploded buildings. Sure, yeah, sure. I, I thought, okay, this is the laundromat over again. Don't oh. leave any trace. Oh, uh, oh. so yes, he was, a, he was doing what he had done before with Walt, but at the same time, a little bit over the top. But he, I, I see what he was doing. It was like I didn't want anything left there that could be traced back. I so, learned it from watching you, Dad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The problem I have with it is uh, the cops are all on the lookout for him, and then suddenly there's an explosion. I don't know. That's another good good reason. Yeah. But um, but no, I I you know the follow through to the finish with that. Um, the fact that it was Alaska is an interesting choice. Mm-hmm. There's a few things throughout the course of Breaking Bad in this movie as well that Jesse has brought up his own ideas of things that I feel like Isn't are all... Isn't he going to be a bush pilot at some point? That's, I was going to say that. He also yeah. was talking to Walt at one point in time about being an ice road trucker because he was watching that show. And then in yeah. the restaurant, he asked him what he'd be and he said in sports medicine. And so <laughs> it's funny. I feel like he's always like seeing these things on TV and getting an idea of wouldn't it be cool if because that's what you do when you sit around stone watching TV, and then mm-hmm. or not stone for that fucking matter. I've sat around sober and been like, yeah, I could go crab fishing. So he sees these things and, and it sticks his mind. And it's interesting that Alaska stuck there for him. And it was really funny that Mike suggests it because my first thought was, yeah, it's perfect. There's tons of murderers and people that drink all the time up there, so it's it's fantastic. Go for it. There's probably, uh, you know, uh, log chopping Dexter is probably up there. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. People fucking, yeah. There's a lot of stuff goes on up in the, the, the last frontier. That's some crazy shit, man. Alaska's a fucking interesting place. It's very beautiful, um, and it's... Well, the, very interesting people. The thing that I, I found the funniest, I was like, oh, it must be Alaska because there's snow. Because there's always snow in Alaska <laughs> in movies. When it, that kind of that gripes me a little bit, but whatever. Um, 
because it's quite beautiful a lot other parts of the year. There's not always snow in Alaska. It's not it's not the North Pole. Welcome to being Canadian. <laughs> See, I don't picture Canada as always having snow. I picture it having a lot no, of snow. But, like so many people do stereotype Canada as like you know oh like you know how do you heat your igloo you know. <laughs> Nick, I'm surprised. I'm honestly surprised that you can get Skype out on the tundra. <laughs> Oh yeah. man, oh manzy, but but it, it, we build a satellite dish out of ice. It, it, oh okay. It ended well. Everything was tied up nice and neat. I did not feel like there was anything, and especially now that I, I ask you about the explosion, I don't feel like anything was gratuitous. I didn't feel like they spread out anything or wasted anyone's time. I think that they they managed their time very well with everything they showed, and I, I think it was a real big boon. To everyone that's a fan, and it's it's another thing too, just the fact that it is was on Netflix. You know, that's where Breaking Bad really caught fire was because of Netflix mm. replaying it. It's like Jesse's jacket, exactly like Jesse's jacket. It started in the left pocket and worked its way to the right. Um, but but no, uh, Netflix. You know, they, they, I think Vince Gilligan or some other people have said, you know, that that accredits the show for being such a cult hit is because Netflix playing it. I know a ton of people that they only got to watch it because Netflix showed it, and the fact that it went straight to Netflix was, like, so perfect. So anybody that was already a fan that is watching Netflix already has the thing with which to watch. So I got to, like, I got to go home and sit down in my fucking living room and get all nice and cozy and comfy. I didn't have to, like, Go to the movies and like maybe order your ticket ahead of time and like pick your seat and then deal with the kid that's scratching his ass trying to make you your cheese sticks because I just want some fucking cheese sticks because if I get popcorn I eat too much popcorn because I can't stop and then I'm all hurt. But do you go to the theater with the good chicken tenders? Uh, for this one I would have gone. No, the good chicken tenders is the one that I'm pissed off at. (laughs) See, now you made me want to be like. Like the guy that goes to the theater and like just to bug people and I'll be like, why is he in a cage? <laughs> <laughs> oh man! No, wait, wait, wait! He didn't have a beard a second ago and now he has a beard. This is totally a flawed movie. Yeah. If you haven't heard, haven't been listening to the Walking Dead podcast, I think Nate and I or I go on a rant about the one of the one of well, both of the movie theaters that are like five minutes from our house. I had a whole fucking, I took them to task. Both them and one of their owners. But, uh, weirdly enough, the place. Oh, yeah, you made no friends that night. The place with the good chicken tenders used to be an AMC theater, uh, back to this show. So what else you guys got on it before we hit the mailbag? Well, there's still one cameo we have not commented on. Okay. That would be the one that told us to make these decisions yourself. Don't go where the universe takes you. Oh my god, I forgot about Jessica Jones showing up. <laughs> so what did y'all think about that? That was one. I thought that was the perfect cameo to end on. I mean, talk about like Trent. I would have thought a tear in your movie. eye when 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 Skinny Pete called Jesse his hero. I got when when Jesse's driving in Alaska and he turns and then he sees Jane. That gave me a lump in my throat. I don't. I don't have I the same sure. feelings and then, for Jane. Well, then that, that like, the Walt re- cameo was going to be the re- big. But he replayed that he replayed that memory in his mind of her giving him that advice, and then it goes back to him in the present, mm-hmm. driving in Alaska, and he has a smile. Yeah, so that's why. That's why. That's what got to me is that like his, you know, 
anyway, it was it was I the thought, it was the right I, move. I found that yeah, to me. I thought it was fantastic. I thought it was a good way to get it in, and again, not be. I think that's the key thing here is nothing was nothing actually was gratuitous. I think everything was done. You guys had mentioned earlier talking about why cameos were put in there, and I don't think that you could have taken that one out. Sure, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that ending is so like kind of somber and melancholy. It's a definitely a it's 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 an, a kind of an up ending, but at the same it's it's just melancholy is all I can go for. Well, but it makes it more meaning. It makes it more meaningful having thrown that in there. It, it takes it from a oh that was a good ending to whoa. So it puts that extra factor in there. And coming from a character who we know has a tragic ending, you know, it means more to hear Jane say this. You know, than if it were some stranger telling him, you know, just yeah. make those decisions yourself. It it makes way more sense for it to be Jane. Sure. Because we know what happens to her. Yeah, absolutely, mm-hmm. absolutely. But um, yeah, what else you guys got? Um, I have a question. Mm-hmm. Before before I bring up a point, is mm-hmm. did any time in Breaking Bad do you remember any references to wolves or Jesse being like a lone wolf or anything about wolves? Oh, that sounds really familiar, not actually. Really? But it, I could see it, but not, I don't remember. Because there were wolves all over this movie. Like, at Skinny Pete and maybe Badger's House, there was, like, a couple of paintings or posters of wolves. And then Uh-oh. at Todd's apartment, there was there was also, um, a, like, a little figurine of a wolf. And then at uh, Jesse's parents' house, there was a picture of a fox hunt, which was a little bit more on the nose. But it, I thought that the wolf... Pictures of the wolf wolves were sort of foreshadowing of of Alaska. If like, they're not, he's going to be oh, that's alone, like off on his own to Alaska. Well, if that's, they're not that, I, if they're not that, I need to kind of explain something to you about uh, tacky Americana. It's <laughs> like, like you go to. Uh, uh, oh, I get that. Okay, <laughs> like the shirts of like majestic wolves and an eagle above it, which kind of made a resurgence, ironically, thanks to hipsters. Uh, but you know, it's the kind of thing. I, like I would have had that as a kid, unironically, because my parents were like, "Oh, Three wolf food." Yeah, yes, yes, you that. <laughs> so maybe it was on purpose though. Hardly anything is not on purpose, and in, in especially if it's if it's like three of them, you know, you notice yeah, that. Yeah, there was so much of it. And then the one of the other, well, a couple of other image imagery things is I guess about all I have left is the like when they were burying Sonia, like the desert floor that was cracked, and it reminded me of Walt's head hitting the ground in Osmandias, you know, um, uh, right right after Hank was killed and Jesse was hiding hmm. and. Um, and the fact that that site, which Todd said, you know, bury her, bury her someplace, what did he say, someplace beautiful or yeah. someplace nice? Yeah, something like and that. And it's like, that place looked a lot like the Cook site at Tohajali, but it was totally barren of any vegetation. It was just dirt. Like, all the all the mountains and hills were dirt. Everything was dirt. My like comment no- to that was, Jesus fucking Christ, that place looks like Mars. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's oh, like yeah. It's like nothing you know, else. The only and then I cracked up because then Todd's sweeping it and he's got like the daisy covered broom <laughs> handle. <laughs> yeah, it might have been and the then, one that she bought when he gave her money to buy cleaning supplies for cleaning oh, his place. Oh, that's just so sad. In this world, in this world, it, when it when it's the same box cutter, when the eyeball follows you around, that's for sure yeah. Sonya's purchase. <laughs> and then the last one was when 
uh, Jesse's in his parents' house and he's going to go get the gun. He walks over a, a crawl space. And I it's saw like that. An overhead shot and he steps over the, like the square in the wooden floor that's obviously like the entrance to a crawl space. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, that's the throwback to that famous shot in Breaking Bad where Walt's in the crawl space and his money's gone. And that was when he was going to go to the disappearer the first time, right? Oh, that's interesting. And he couldn't get, he couldn't go because Skyler had given all the money to Ted. So, um, it was just kind of a nice callback to see Jesse walk across that. And it's like he's trying to do the same thing Walt did when Walt was in his crawl space. Oh, anyway, okay. I, I, I did see the space. I wondered about that because they did kind of show. Maybe it probably is actually a nod to that because because of how they did that shot. Because they could have just as easily done a different kind of shot right there. I saw it. I thought it was when I thought it was when they take the return vent that they put in floors up, and then when you don't need them anymore because it's the now times. And they replace it because it looked like one of those kind of things. But I, I also, yeah, it, yeah and the, but also that was such an iconic shot in Breaking Bad is like the pulling out from the crawl space with Walt screaming mm-hmm. at the bottom of it and then laughing. Yeah, yeah. But that's it. The the only other like so you had you were you were complaining about the gun lighting the jacket on fire. Well, it's My not only... that it lit it on fire. It's that it wasn't on fire and then okay. was. <laughs> that's my only okay. gripe. So my gripe would be in uh, the truck that the disappearer drove Jesse to Alaska in. He had the space heater right at his feet. <laughs> I, I thought that too. <laughs> that will melt your fucking feet right off your goddamn exactly. legs. He would have come out of there like sweating like, and his feet would have been like oh, – he, he wouldn't have been able to stand it. My last winter <laughs> in Alabama was one of the worst because I lived in a house that had – did not have central heating and air and i had gotten by with like little electric heaters and those are fucking dangerous as shit uh they're really bad for energy uh they would like cause my breakers to flip all the fucking time and the breaker box was outside the house and it would kick on when the hot the hot water heater would kick on and when does that kick on kids that's right when you're in the shower so so I had these little heaters. I had a system and everything. And I, but I can tell you right now, the only place that little heater warms up is within two feet of it. <laughs> so unless he had just turned it on to like get a little pick me up of heat, yeah, that would kill someone being in there. Yeah. Jesus, but it's yeah. but it, you know it works visually and what have you. You know, like yeah, of course. It's one of those yeah. things. I talk about this a lot. Where like like you, you treat your audience like they're stupid for certain things, like because it is a visual medium. So if you show a, an air conditioner vent, you put tassels on it to show it's blowing. Like no one yeah. has that in the real world, but you do that sure to show hand. it. Exact. You're exactly right. You're just you're telling a visual story. So. Yeah. You throw it in there and, and you do that. But uh, well, I'm going to dive into the mailbag. We do have in there uh, oh, yeah. an email from. I had. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. I, I still had a couple. Oh like, damn! I'm sorry, dude. Go ahead. Uh, just I'll be quick about it. But just like, uh, let's see. I love the way that they did Jesse's PTSD as far as like when he oh, woke up call. in Badger's house the first time and then uh, in the shower with the fire hose flashback. I did for a and moment really worry that like. And not worry, because if it was mostly about that, I'd be okay with it because I think that's that'd be kind of fucking cool to to show in this format. Um, because there are so many people that are affected by that. But then the fact that it was that he was able to like switch it off or bury it deep down just to get through what he had to do, it it made the stakes of everything a little more 
real because you know that he's dealing with this. It's all in one fucking day. You can't just turn that shit off. It explains the the Todd flashbacks, I think, because it was reminding you how much he actually went through with yeah. that group, you know? Yeah. Structurally, the story that I thought about this after watching it the second time is what I like about the structure of the story is it's not that complicated. In a, in a sense, it does kind of jump all around, but it's really not. You just lay out your your timeline of what was happening in this movie, and then it's punctuated. You're able to cut in in and out of uh, different scenes with things from the past. So you're able to jump cut forward from him driving to a place or something banal that you don't fucking need. And you drop in a moment from him talking with Todd. You drop in a you know moment with, with Walt. And so, yeah, it was structurally, it was pretty great, pretty solid. Uh, I also had uh, Todd tries unsuccessfully to get a truck to honk. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Oh, oh man! Uh, no, Jesse doesn't want to say a few words for Todd's maid. Uh, the uh, I love the character of uh, Lou Schanzer, uh, the nosy neighbor who worked in the oh. restaurant and hospitality supply oh, industry. Yeah. So we totally understand oh, the cops. Oh my god, that guy sucks shit. I mean, just the the little the little funny bits like the oh, you god. know try and keep him talking for five minutes like. Not a problem. If and I, the, and then you know, also, I've noticed like, that the tea tastes noticeably better since I bought the bread. If yeah, I lived also, near like, that guy, <laughs> I would fucking move so fast. <laughs> I would not so stay Jesse there. Was at uh, disappearers, and and the cops were arriving, and he takes off, and you, and uh, Ed, uh, what was his last name? Anyway, says, "Don't forget your money." And he's like, yes. It was like so Breaking Bad. Like, I have that in my notes too. Yeah, it was Jesus awesome. Sorry. Did you recognize the uh, other patron there at the store? No. So the lady who comes in and asks about her vacuum and getting it fixed and everything, and she talks about the one that Saul painted up or whatever. The Dyson. Okay. Yeah. Uh, that I just dropped my notes. Oh God. That uh, is Marla Gibbs from uh, the Jeffersons. Oh shit. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. fuck me. Uh, Finally, a real actress in this it. fucking show. <laughs> they talk about it in the interview. Vince said that she's 90 years old now. Whoa! She came down to the set, did all of that in one take, improvised a lot of it. Wow. Uh, and uh, the part where she says, I ain't paying for no paint job, that was all her. Well, how about fuck everybody else? Good for her. Yeah, Jesus. That's, awesome. that's so cool! I, like, I love that they put like new stuff in there, like, just... Ah, that makes me so happy that they did that. And you don't need that scene, but it's yeah, great. but it's so um, good. It's like you said, new I stuff. Really... It's not all callbacks. It is yeah. new content, yeah. which is the fact that you can make new content be almost as iconic is pretty fucking amazing. So, um, I wrote down cocaine wasn't even invented when Brigham Young was alive. Yeah, what was that? I, he's talking was, to the uh, about, he's talking to the Mormon, and so the Mormon doesn't want to do coke because it's forbidden, oh, you know. How did you? And they're know like, he was it's a Mormon, a, though. They mentioned it later on. They say he likes what is it? He's uh, he likes something something and Mormons. Um, I don't know. Okay. I I because yeah, I caught the line it was like Mormons and cocaine, and I was like, what what's the connection? Yeah. So I I think the the idea I got was the dude was like, you want some coke? And he said, no, I can't because I'm Mormon and it's forbidden. And then the okay. other guy's response is. Brigham Young, they didn't even invent cocaine until after Brigham Young was gone. He couldn't uh, invent it. Okay. Okay. 
Um, I missed that in fucking entirely. I <laughs> feel like I felt like you were talking about a different movie for a hot second. I'll have to go back and catch that. Obviously, it's the yeah, people that's, at the that's end. Before Jesse comes in. Yeah, 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 yeah. I wouldn't have caught it if I hadn't watched it the second time with subtitles on. Jeez Louise! Wow. Okay, good fucking catch on that one. I loved that they showed the uh, duct tape on the RV bullet holes. Yeah, that was great. Well, I feel like um, I feel like if you don't have the original bounder. You could just get any rectangular RV this remotely singular <laughs> and just put duct tape on it, and we wouldn't fucking catch it. I, I wouldn't. I certainly wouldn't give two but rats every asses. Every time I see that duct tape, I just picture that scene of him, you know, the locking the guys in the RV and them trying to shoot their way out. Oh, so good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and then, uh, and then uh, Hank peeling it off later, being like, yeah. see those? Those are bullet holes. How did you know they were there? Yeah, how did you know they were there? Bitch, you know, he didn't say that, but I uh, I put down that it was cute when Jesse was nagging Walt about electrolytes and being hydrated. Yeah, <laughs> you got electric because that was also too shortly after the conversation of him being like, "You've got to tell me these things about you being sick," because that that happened in the desert as well. He saw yeah. the dot on his chest, and, yeah, and so he at that point knew about his uh, he knew about his situation and. Uh, and that's why he also said what he did about making sure his family would get his um, get get what's coming to him. So, mm-hmm. yep. But, uh, and uh, that's that's everything I had. That's church. Man, fucking. And that's so just good. you just reminded me like the um, the line of waltz about you know you're so lucky that you you didn't have to wait your whole life yeah. to do something. Yeah. Like that was that was just such a good line to encapsulate. Like that's it took five seasons to get that out of Walt when he finally spoke to Skyler. He's like, you know, I did it because I liked it. You know, like yeah, it, 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 I really liked that line. It was just if a perfect line for him to deliver. And if you and, had questioned him in that moment, he would have said, "Yeah, I did something special for my family." You know, yeah, he still wouldn't have yeah. admitted. It. When he said you, when he said that line, my thing was, <laughs> yeah. Enjoy that, fucking Skyler, Walt Jr., Holly. <laughs> wow, yeah, he finally did something special out here in the desert. Yeah. Wow, Walt. How about all you know what, Walt? That he educated over the years that he didn't notice whether they graduated or not. Yeah, Walt. How about you go fucking die, man? You know what? You suck. No, I mean he's he's our favorite, like protag antag. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, but damn, Walt. They're just so Walt. You know? Yeah. But, um... Yeah. Well, anything right. else? I, I, did, I feel I bad had. for rushing earlier. I, thought, I was like, oh, I nailed this fucking transition. I was like, oh, I fucked no, up this I transition. Like, as we were talking about topics, <laughs> I was crossing them off, and that's just all the stuff I didn't cross off yet. Sure, yeah. sure, sure. Well, uh, well, I'm going to jump in here, because there's definitely going to be some stuff. Uh, uh, if let's, we missed anything, we're going to hear. Brick Tales wrote us in. All right. I want Brick Tales. Thank you. I want to hear some <laughs> fucking woohoos. I'm, I'm the one saying the name this time. I can't I also be the woo. Thank you. Gosh, jeez, I didn't get a harump from you. All right. <laughs> Hello, gentlemen and gentlemen. Oh, Hi. There we go. There we go. That's it. We're warming the engine back up. All right. He says, uh, dudes, you're my hero and shit, but you couldn't drive a two-button elevator. Oh. Uh, it's true. Well, you drive like a blind man with no legs, so. <laughs> you could drive Thelma Louise off a cliff. 
<laughs> you couldn't drive Miss Daisy. Can I tell you the transition in that scene to video game? I was like, whoa, I sp- fucking spared no expense on these special effects. Oh, yeah. And I was like, oh, it's oh, yeah. a video I game. It was just... I'm like, Netflix, you have a better budget than this. What's going on? <laughs> I was fucking dying. It was so good. He says, uh... Oh, you got to remember to Apex. Yeah. So here we are again. It's Breaking Bad. Exciting, right? Nope. Yep. I was just left disappointed. Whoa. In Jesse's last scene in Felina, he was driving off to Freedom, probably in Alaska. Here we get him driving off to Freedom in Alaska. I hate being negative about the best damn show on TV, but this whole movie felt like a nothing. Whoa. Um, if they bumped Better Call... pause for a second, uh, just to point out real quick, that Bricktails also writes into our Walking Dead podcast, mm-hmm. and this week, Bricktails loved Walking Dead, and, uh, you know, Nate and Trent and I did not so much. Well... And this week, it sounds like he didn't care for this movie, and we all loved it. Why are we having opposite well, opinions? Well, hold on. He makes an excellent point here in the next part, which is something that I, okay. devil's advocate, that doesn't really fit here. I, Brick tells the thing you're about to say, that I'm about to say that you said, I actually kind of agree with you. He says, if they bumped Better Call Saul by six months so they could make this, I have to say I'd rather have just gone ahead and made Better Call Saul instead. I, I... I was a little... We're still getting the Better Call Saul, though. We're not going to lose any Better Call Saul because this came out. But it's not here now, and I live in the now. We talked about this. Where were you? (laughs) Um, Let's see. He said, uh, at least least there we have a real change in growth in characters. And while we know where Saul and Mike end up, the other characters are still unexplored territory. If they really need to bring back Walt and Jesse, they could have been cameos in the Saul storylines. Interesting thought. Um, they all said there was a lot to love in this. They still might. Oh, all right, see, let me reread that. Uh, that all said, there was a lot to love in this. I thought Aaron Paul's acting was great, especially the last scene with the disappearer. It was also great to see Skinny Pete, Badger Walt, Jane, and even Jesse's parents. By the way, I was really glad he wasn't stealing the extra money from them. I actually hoped he was stealing money from them. Uh, uh, I was cringing the whole time, thinking. Yeah, it was. That was tense. Why were you cringing? Fuck those assholes. Because I like Jesse and I don't want him to steal more money from his parents. Oh, they can go straight fuck themselves. If it's $1,800 for his life that they wouldn't fucking give him, fuck them. They're pieces of fucking shit, man. I hate his parents. I fucking hate them. He already rubbed it in their face when he bought the aunt's house, right? So. Uh, yeah, yeah, I love that. That was awesome. They can fucking get bent. That was cool as shit. Um, <laughs> He said, uh, he says, old Joe and disappear, except for fucking Todd. Fuck that guy. With too much fucking Todd in this movie. Sorry, next month. Uh, oh, visually, this seems to be a common complaint online. Is a lot of people are mad about how much Todd there was. I, I, okay, we're, I we'll, we'll pause from the email it. for a second I because. Mad at him because he's a terrible person. Uh, I'm gonna, yeah, just, that's what I'm, that's what I was gonna say is that he's, I, I'd said this in the episode. I hate that I hate him so much because Jesse Plemons is a fantastic actor, yeah. And this character is incredibly written to the point that it makes me just upset to watch him. And he's like Mr. Deeds or something. And I think well, that I, I think that's the hallmark of a of a good thing that it elicited an emotion like that it was supposed to. Um, but I mean, I I watched, I heard, or I read all this complaining online, and then I watched it the second time. I thought, no, oh. it's the exact right amount of Todd. In it is different on second Mr. watch. Mr. Ripley, not Mr. Deeds, by the way. Um, same thing. <laughs> Completely different movie. Visually, this was stunning, he says, uh, as you would expect from this group. Uh, what does IMO mean? 
I am in my opinion. In my opinion, the two sorry, I don't I'm not I'm not Leet Haxor. Um in my opinion, the two best individual <laughs> shots were the brief clip from overhead as Jesse was ransacking fucking Todd's apartment. Yep. I could have watched several minutes of that and also a shot from ground level as Jesse's shovel dug into the desert. Um, yeah. One of my favorite things visually about Breaking Bad and to a lesser extent Better Call Saul is how they have utilized the vast sweeping empty landscape to set the scene. And this was a great example. He says, uh, trying to read articles and reviews uh, before writing to you guys, but I did read one article uh, called All the Easter Eggs in El Camino. It was completely stupid. <laughs> <laughs> it was one of the clickbait articles eh, where you had to keep hitting next, and the big reveals oh, were things like uh, Mike was in it, or the RV was parked outside the hotel. Uh, yeah, I, he says, uh, really stupid stuff. Uh, they did have a couple of, I hadn't noticed, like I guess there was a Vominos Pest t-shirt on the floor in fucking Todd's apartment, and I didn't recognize one of the DEA agents who was in a press conference on the TV that kept showing, uh, on TVs that kept showing news of the shootout at the white supremacist compound. Uh, yeah, I, I read about that as well. Um, but I didn't even get things like the Man Mountain from Better Call Saul. Or I'm pretty sure at one point there was a police officer we've seen before. That's great that they didn't catch fucking Man Mountain. Uh, and that clickbait website. He says, um, <laughs> my favorite interchange in the show was probably the last goodbye between Jesse and Skinny Pete. Pete, you're my hero. Pete's my, Pete's, you're my hero line was probably the biggest emotional moment for the whole movie. I agree. Brick Tales. Okay. Yes. Um, yes. Probably the standout character, in my opinion, was the disappearer. His scenes were all outstanding. I could watch a whole spinoff yeah. show about his disappearing business. I uh, I agree. Mm -hmm. Have to agree. recast, but or just completely uh, CGM, but that's fine. Um, they're doing that now with other people. Why not Robert Forster? They can Grand Moff Tarkin him. Yeah, yeah they can uh, Whitney Houston. She's going on fucking tour, guys. Um, seeing Jesse and Walt together was good, but a little lackluster. Oh, that article I mentioned above noted that the dollar amount they are discussing means that this is during the episode four days out. So this was right before they first met Gus. So all the stuff yeah. surrounding that scene reminds us of great stuff, but as a part of this movie, that scene didn't really do anything except give us a chance to see Walt and remind us mm -hmm. of when their relationship was good. I guess remembering that scene was part of Jesse dealing with his past. Nice to end on a Jane moment, the sense that Jesse has finally come to terms with everything that's happened to him. Well, I started yeah. this by saying that I was disappointed, and I do think this whole movie was unnecessary. They did really show how Jesse has grown and healed uh, after all the crap that happened to him. Uh, BTW, that means, uh, by the way, do you know <laughs> if they did an insider podcast for this mean, movie? <laughs> I like to use other things other than, for example, for example, other, I can't remember how that line goes. Anyway, um... Uh, he, he's asking, do we know if they did an insider podcast? We we don't know. We need to check. I did a quick Google when we talked earlier, and there isn't one on there. On oh, the Kelly, yeah. Vince, what uh, the fuck? Who fell asleep at the wheel? Maybe there's on AMC. You never know. Fuck, maybe. guys, guys. Oh, it, oh, shit. It wouldn't be on AMC's website, would it? Uh, no, but I checked on iTunes. And, uh, oh, okay. But... Uh, but I'm saying maybe they'll they will do one, but it'll be after well, there's on AMC. I'm just gonna go ahead and put this out there, and I know that there are uh, a few fans of Breaking Bad that are gonna be checking this out. And uh, Nick, if you want to put it on your uh, your your website there, um, Vince Kelly, if you need a place to host a website that's not AMC, uh, not yeah. host a website, but host a <laughs> podcast, um, we could totally put. I think I know a guy that has a podcast network. You could put that one up on. If you wanted to uh, to do that, just just saying, you know, just putting it out there. Um, 
you're, you're just making you the luckiest people in the world to offer this to. Uh, <laughs> but uh, he says, uh, check the feeds for regular insider movie, uh, insider podcast. America calls all insider podcasts, but no luck. Well, guys, I've gone where the universe takes me my whole life. It's better to make those decisions for yourself. And I'm deciding to close this email. Bricktails slash Bruce. Just, Thank you, you know, Bricktails. Anytime he does, he, anytime he adds anything, anytime he does that part, I'm got, I'm now also have to go. Bruce, don't leave me down. <laughs> Bruce, don't leave me down. Okay. Before I finish that note, even more awfully than it was, is there anything else we got, fellas? Uh, that's all I've got, man. Yeah, I've checked off everything I had on my list to talk about. Well, everybody's listening. Thank you so much for checking us out. Uh, listen to some of the other shows that we do. If you're here because you like Better Call Saul, it will be back when they are back. We're not we're not done by any fucking long shot with this. So uh, no way. Yeah, looking yeah. looking forward to it. I had an amazing time. This was. I, uh, you know, Bricktails, I, 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 I actually do agree with some of the things that you, you do say there. I hate that you didn't, cause I, 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 I kind of live a life of disappointment and things letting me down, and so I just have to look for like the, the silver lining and stuff, and I, I, I hope that even though you did have to deal with waiting a little bit longer, you could still extract some good out of it, cause I, you know, if I had to put up with not having Better Call Saul for so long, at least, at, at least we had something that, really felt cohesive with everything else in Breaking Bad, so so I enjoyed it. I mean, look at it from this point of view. I mean, Shane and Trent are podcasting about uh, Preacher and, uh, well, not, Shane, you're not on Preacher, but uh, Trent is, and then you guys are on The Walking Dead, but me, it's been a year. I, like I yeah. need to get in some. I had to get some podcast practice, or I'd be off the team. He's mostly so. yeah. Well, he didn't hit his hours. He would lose <laughs> his. Uh, he'd lose his union card, and that's how you get the. That's how you get the good benefits. So, uh, but yeah. anyway, hit us back up when it comes around time for a better call, Saul. Um, if I, I will put this out there, if uh, you did have some thoughts about El Camino and didn't have a chance to write into him. But maybe would want to tell us some thoughts about it for Better Call Saul down the road. You can totally send your emails to balticeffect at gmail.com. If not, it's cool. I get it. Um, and uh, with that, my name was Trent. His name was Shane. That's Churchill. And his name was Nick. Wow. It's like I'm here with Sinatra. <laughs> and uh, Don Swayze wasn't in this episode. I won't ask for promises. So you don't have to lie We've both played that game before Say I love you and say goodbye I'm not talking about moving in And I don't want to change your life But there's a warm window and the stars around And I'd really love to see you tonight I'm not talking about moving in Change your life But there's a warm window And the stars around And I'd really love to see you tonight I'm not talking about moving in And I don't want to change your life <laughs> uh, uh, Full circle for the clothes uh, awesome. I didn't know I was going to do it Until I started saying it <laughs> I was like Oh shit I should have I literally had so much time to think about what the fuck am I gonna say about this? And I was like, well, I'll just end it on whatever anybody else says. And then all of a sudden, that that motherfucker, Don fucking Swayze. 
<laughs> he knows what he did. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.